Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the Polter Gals. Spooky. <laughs> Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the, the Polter Gals. Welcome back to another episode. I hope you guys have been listening every single day. Every day. Every day. Every damn day. It's been a For December. It's been great. What do you mean, Allison? It's been wonderful. Allison's having to edit everything. I'm having to edit all of them. And because somebody (laughs) over here is too good to be posting. I'm posting. I'm doing it. She's just rude. I said, I'm tired. I go home. It hits 8 o'clock. And because I had such a busy day, I got to go night-night. Wow. Um, I party hardy until midnight every night. Every night. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but anyway, Allison, how's, how's your December going? It's going. It's going. It's the it's end going. of the year. It's the end of an era. Yes. Not really, but... Not really. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. Um, but yeah, we're getting ready for 2023. Yeah. Uh, and again, if you guys have not been listening to our story, go ahead and go listen. Really? Go listen right now. And you're about as good as last week's episode. What's last week's episode? You just tried. You didn't do. <laughs> no! <laughs> we're not going to bring back what happened. What happened at Franklin Castle stays at Aww. Franklin Castle. Um, today we are actually in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Did you know I have a long lost sister in Pennsylvania? No. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I got a crazy life story, guys. I'm not going to go into details on here, but just know. I have a weird family, half sister in Pennsylvania that I haven't seen since I was like four. So that's pretty interesting. Um, and this is not about that, but that also would make a good story. Um, Allison, we're doing Bedford, Pennsylvania. We are doing the... Jean Bonnet Tavern. Yep. Or I said Jean Bonnet, but then it sounds too much like uh, that girl, that little girl, that woman, Jean Bonnet, Jean Bonnet Ramsey. Too French. But yeah, it's just the Jean Bonnet Tavern. Um, Yep. Allison, are you ready to get into it? I think so. I hope so. She hopes she can talk. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see what happens on this episode of The Polter Gals. Allison, start us off with the history. Oh, no. So the John Bonnet Tavern, also known as Old Forks Inn and Bonnet's Tavern, 
is an historic inn and restaurant located just outside of Bedford, Pennsylvania, on Highway 30, at the junction junction with Pennsylvania Route 31. It it can be seen from Pennsylvania Turnpike. Cool. It's the British first recognized the lands as being owned by Robert Callard, a trader with a Native American tribe of Pennsylvania. The land was first documented when the original 690-acre parcel was transferred from William Penn family to a land speculator named Hans Ireland. (laughs) That's a cool name. Hans Ireland. Hans Ireland. Ireland Hans. Okay, James Bond. Exactly. Doesn't that sound like that sounds like a super spy's name? Hi, my name's Hans Ireland. I like it shaken, not stirred. Wait, what? I like <laughs> my ghost shaken, <laughs> not stirred. Um, oh, sorry. No. Anyway, <laughs> it was again transferred to Collard in 1762, and in 1763, the large stone structure was built. The location of the stone structure was intended to be a safe haven for settlers passing through the area as well as the site for a French fort and trading post. The tavern was referenced in a personal journal of many travelers that passed through the area on the way to the so what they called Old Sawney's Cabins, which is in Sawney State Park, Pennsylvania today, and the land and the building were purchased by Jean John Bonnet in 1779 and opened as an inn and tavern, which was used as a gathering place by protesting local farmers during the 1794 Whiskey Rebellion. It's time to have another Whiskey Rebellion, but this time with actual whiskey. Yeah. and Let's get Balcones involved. You know what I'm happy, though? What? This happened in the 1700s. (gasps) So we know it's going to be spooky. That means we get all the 1800s of history and hauntings to talk about. Yeah. Spoilers. It's great. Spoilers. It's great. So, protesting the federal tax on whiskey, local Pennsylvania farmers gathered to raise a liberty pole at the tavern as a symbol as their defiance. The protests were suppressed months later by forces under President George Washington. Although the building has changed hands many times through the years, mostly maintained as a tavern and inn, although some owners converted it into a private residence. The Bonnet family of West Virginia are direct descendants of Jean Bonnet and trace their family history back nearly 400 years. In 1957, the Jean Bonnet was purchased by the Einhart family. Hmm. During their ownership, the stores of par- yeah, the stores of paranormal events in the building began being publicized. Local folklore of guests and employees of the inn referenced seeing a lone figure roaming the building and drinking at the tavern bar. It was me. I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> some good whiskey sounds. <laughs> I mean, I'm always Delightful. down for some whiskey, so Ooh. I'm a whiskey girl. <laughs> oh no! I say doc- drinking my Doctor Thunder, not sponsored. <laughs> hey man, this is Texas. We need that Dr. B. I know. Oh, we're literally in Waco. That Dr. 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 Pepper. <laughs> that Dr. Butt. But. Or, or the Dr. Pepper. Yeah, I love Come Dr. On. Pepper. And 23 flavors. It's like 23 and me. There's 23 flavors in Dr. Pepper. Yeah, Who knew? and because we're in Waco, you need to stay true <laughs> mm-hmm. to the Dr. Pepper. That's okay. But also whiskey. Whiskey in your Dr. Pepper. Ha- oh. Hear me out. Hear me out. Let me tell you, that is a delight. Delight. 
get a big fashion like get a little low ball glass get those little king cubes big ice cube in the bottom pour a little good two ounces of whiskey and then top that baby off with some dr pepper and now we're talking now we're cooking with gasoline <laughs> wait what <laughs> what did i go that for me i'm just kidding anyway so the ghost that has been seen is mm-hmm. said to be the ghost of Bennett and is a popular topic of discussion and adds the allure of the inn. Because everybody wants to, you know, see a ghost guy drinking whiskey on the rocks. I mean, duh. <laughs> Who, I know, I do. What, what better way to be any living ghost guy than a one that actually is? A ghost? A ghost. <laughs> and that guides. Wow. Wow. The more you know. I'll come stay in your end, John. Don't worry. Winky face. I winked for those who have, are listening to us. Um, and you didn't see us on YouTube. But I, I did wink. It was probably a terrible wink, but I did it. As long as not... Uh, for those of you, keep an eye out for this terrifying tale. But mile 108, mm-hmm. as long as it's not that, I think I'm okay. Were you scared when you were reading it? Allison, you. did you get a little spooked? That one was a little spooky. You know what? Sometimes I have bad dreams, and sometimes I feel like they're, like, intense, and I'm like, I'm going to get murdered. Um, and I'm like, maybe I should stop listening to true crime podcasts and talking about ghosts all the time, but then I'm like, nah, it's fine. See, this one made me made me want to look over my shoulder, but I <gasps> knew if I did, I would know what, what I would find. Don't look over your shoulder. You'll see us. The, the Poulter Gals. <laughs> Exactly. All right. I was so scared. But unlike my house, <laughs> this is a two and a half to three and a half story building. Wow. Measuring 40 feet by 51 feet and constructed of native cut fieldstone. Fancy. The walls are over two feet thick. No one can hear you scream. Nope. Not at all. And the four interior, interior levels have nearly 8,000 square feet. It features two levels of porches that extend the entire length of the front and rear elevations. Hmm. Inside the building has large exposed chestnut beams with massive stone fireplaces. It operates today as a bed and breakfast tavern and gift shop. Cute. So. Cute, cute. A small garden and goat pen outside of the tavern also uh, seem to be a popular spot for guests to visit before or after their meal. And it is also a National Register of Historic Places as of 1979. Wow, that was the year my mom was born. Wow. That's cute. Good job, Mom. Your mom's a... (laughs) What the heck? Mm Mm-hmm. Your mom's, like, only in her 40s? Yeah, both my mom and my dad are in their 40s. Everybody else's parents are old here. Listen, I'm from down south near the border. If you didn't pop out a baby by the time you were 20, you're an old maid. Old maid. Yeah. My mom's 30 years older than me. My mom is 22 years older than me. So, you know what? She was still an old maid. <laughs> um, but I was also born in Germany. So, flex. Um, anyway, so that's all for oh the I history of Germany. <laughs> I like that she makes fun of me. Um, well, uh, at least I'm not Hispanic, but don't know any Spanish. That's not I at least know like how to count to 10 in German. So, I would say that's fair trade-off. I know how to count to <laughs> ten in Spanish. Do it. Nope, see, she I can't think do I'm it. Okay, because my Spanish isn't perfect. And listen. And now it's time to take a commercial break.
And now, a word from our sponsors. Spooky. (laughs) Frozen. Frozen. Heroes. Gonna tell you about Frozen. Frozen. Heroes. Gonna tell you about... Hey, I'm Zach. And I'm Mike. And we have a fantastic new podcast to tell you about. Bros, Foes, and Heroes. It's the two of us looking into the world of comics, breaking down some characters that you may have never heard of, and some that are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so Zach comes up with a character each time, and uh, I go into it just completely blind. I don't know who this person is or what their abilities are or anything, and, and basically I guess we kind of go over their origin story. And just some of the ridiculous stuff that maybe, especially Golden Age stuff. Oh, Golden yeah. Age stuff is always the best. And we will make sure to highlight all of the shenanigans and just absolute weirdness yeah. of everything. Yeah, that's right. So subscribe today and uh, follow us on Instagram at Bros Bros Heroes. And if you don't, I know where you live. Not really, but please subscribe. Frozen, <laughs> Frozen, Heroes. Gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen, Heroes, gonna tell you about... Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music. And we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. Wine Wine and vinyl. So check us out on RogueMediaNetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot. <laughs> Welcome to One Star Rewind a new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners who will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story. show.
that very haunted commercial because I don't know what happened for half of it. Don't but worry <laughs> about it. I hope you guys listen to some good ads. That's all I'm going to say. Unless um, you watched on our uh, YouTube page. Then you get then you our... You listen to anything. <laughs> you just watch us be stupid yeah. for a whole 30 seconds. Which is great. You know, that's fine. That's why you prefer YouTube over Spotify. Avoid the ads. But honestly, please go subscribe to us on Spotify if you are watching on YouTube. That way, we can still get the views. Um, our Spotify numbers are slowly rising. So thank you guys very much. Thank you for all of our new yeah. listeners. Um, anybody out there who's new, we're sorry. You just hopped in at the wrong time. You should have started with episode one so but that don't. we could have eased in to the <laughs> stupidity. But no, it's worse. They're Actually, worse. I was going to say, I think episode one's the worst. Episode it's one worse. is terrible. It, it literally still sounded like we were talking into a tin can. We were in like a fishbowl. And you know what? Now I feel like our, our quality's better. We got a cute little set now. We moved locations. Sometimes we record in a basement. Like, we really be when going up on that production quality. It's like that little chart, production quality. Is that, where, is that where you take me after you put a hood over my head? Yeah. I put you in my basement <laughs> with all of my pretty things. Just kidding. That actually does not happen. Just kidding. Anyway, well, again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at poltergals, um, the underscore poltergals. Um, and, again, just... Um, Thank you guys for tuning in every week and, and or every day. Yeah. Or every day for <laughs> every day listening for the rest of the month. December um, until December 24th. Allison, what time is it? 2.09. No. It's time to get into <laughs> the hauntings. It's 2.09. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2.10 now, so you're wrong. <laughs> um, anyway, so now it's time, now that you know the history, it's time to get into the spookies. Um, so, of course, perhaps one of the most dramatic sightings uh, that has occurred over the years before the present owners purchased the building, it happened to a female bartender and her male friend. One night, the bartender was working when a friend of hers came in. Through the course of the evening, the fellow had way too much to drink. When it came time to close up, she and her male companion were afraid to let the inebriated fellow drive. Aww. As the guy lived nearby, they decided to just lock up and take the man home and then returned to finish up cleaning later. The woman had keys and knew this would be fine, especially fine with the owners. They didn't really care. So the woman had the keys and knew it would be fine. So they took the man home and then returned back to the bar. As they walked along the front porch, they glanced into the window of the bar. Sitting there was a solitary man who was sipping a drink. Mind you, she knows she locked up the, the bar. They were the last ones in there. And so they look through the window and they're like, God damn it, this guy got in here. He's in here drinking. What are we going to do? So obviously that was impossible for they had made sure the bar was empty before leaving. But still, the fellow had gotten in somehow. So quickly, they unlocked the door and hurried into the bar. However, when they got there, no one was there. Ooh. The building is really big. So did the man come in, maybe hear them coming and then hide? No, it was a ghost. <laughs> Um, the two immediately ruled out that anyone was hiding in the upper levels because they had the key that unlocked the iron grill work that actually oh. separated the bar from those floors. What so the there heck? couldn't have been anybody in there. So point one, ghost. Um, so then they actually mounted a search and found no one in the entire building. 
Um, this actually upset the woman so much that after Dooley reporting the event to the owners, she actually uh, like doesn't even mention the story anymore because of how upset it made her. That's, I mean, it'd make me upset too. Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like, God damn it! Like, why is this happening to me? I mean, and then I'd be like, Oh shit, that's a ghost. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, oh, ooh, that's, oh, oh, oops, look at that ghost. That's sheet. a ghost. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, um, and again, they just thought it was a guy. Like they saw him sitting at the bar drinking. Um, like that's how vivid the apparition was. Um, but of course, employees are not the only ones to experience hauntings. Guests have reported many encounters as well. Scott Countover decided to spend the night at the tavern to see if he would have an encounter. So he invited a group of friends and a few members of the Central Pennsylvanian Paranormal Association. Try saying that three times fast. No, thank you. I can't Central even... Pennsylvanian Paranormal Association. Yeah, I would not be able to say that even once without <laughs> stumbling. Um, and so the group would... They were hoping they wouldn't be disappointed. So they actually rented out the attic apartment, uh, which was then for, like, basically, like, they rented out and then got all of their stuff put in, and then they went down for dinner. Afterwards, they went up to the bar where one of the men felt someone touch him. Red flag number one. Um, (laughs) While they were discussing that, he was like, bro, somebody just touched me. And they're like, nah, bro, you're crazy. And he's like, nah, bro, I'm serious. And he's like, bro, bro, bro. Bro. Brosiv. Brosifer. There was a ghost here. Um, <laughs> Brosifer? Brosifer. the best you could come <laughs> up with. Anyway, well, while they were discussing that, then a woman heard them and came over. So she was. these guys were just saying, like, bro, back and forth eight times. I don't know if they actually <laughs> were saying that. Um, but then this woman's like, hmm, do I hear something about someone touching somebody? I gotta get on this do action. Do I hear some bros? Do I hear some bros doing bro things? Um, so this lady basically <laughs> comes up to them. Um, and she said that the conversation had caught her, her ear um, as she had just experienced being touched by somebody, too. So um, red flag number two. So Would it be a red flag? Or would it just be a white flag? <gasps> or is it a transparent flag? I don't know. It's like a murky apparition <laughs> flag. Um, it's a ghost flag. There you go. Um, but yeah, so she was like, bro, I just got touched by somebody bro. at the edge of the bar. No way, bro. Yeah, bro. Um, so this girl, this lady, this, uh, what's a what's a girl name for a bro? Can we have a bro count? A bro count? <laughs> How many times do Can we put say it in bro? the corner of the screen on YouTube. Take <laughs> a shot every time Debbie says bro. Um, anyway. Wouldn't that just be a bra? A bra. Oh, yeah. So she was, like, she was like, she was like, bro. And he was like, nah, bra. You just got touched too. Um, so they just started <laughs> having this conversation. But she said someone at the edge of the bar touched her a little earlier. But she was insisting that there was actually nobody around her. Bro strike number three. <laughs> or would that be bra strike number bra one? Bra strike number one. Debra, to be, to be true, because I'm Debra. Um, anyway, so later that same evening, one of the members of the group, um, Albrenza, Albraza, <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, so they were at the bar watching the activity. <laughs> um so, so like, Al doesn't drink. So, Al isn't down with the bros. 
Um, so Al doesn't actually drink and it's confirmed like he doesn't drink. So he felt like a little place out of the bar, right? Like he was like, he was like, I'm not supposed to be here. You know, like why am I at a bar right now? Um, so he tried to like concentrate on his feelings and despite the loud voices and the piano playing at the under end of the room, suddenly he glanced at one of the doorways that led into the hallway and through the door, there was a group of people in rough clothes. Al called them frontier-type clothes. You, I'm still trying to... Strike four. I'm still trying (laughs) to... You're out. You don't get four strikes. I mean, I guess that's strike three on the bro counter. Yeah, strike... you broke me after his last... I was just like... I'm sorry, Al. Please forgive me. (laughs) Poor Uh, Al. Poor Al. We love you, Al. Don't know who you are. (laughs) Thanks, Al. Um, But anyway... So this group of frontier-type clothed people um, was watching the man play the piano on the other end. Al described his experience as, in quotation marks, like trying to watch two televisions at once. I've never tried to do that. Actually, yes, I have. That's a lie. That, that would just hurt. Yeah, he said Ow. that he was aware of the real people at the bar, but was equally drawn to those looking at him from another time point. Rude. I'm sorry. Allison always gets calls during our podcast. My husband has She's horrible too busy. timing. Horrible timing. She says, I'm too busy. Well, and there's you this go one. over and you're like, I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> Look at me. I'm, I'm busy. sorry. Bra, I'm busy. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so he was aware of the people at the bar? <laughs> yeah. And so. then he was equally drawn to them? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, but this only lasted like a few seconds. So when he looked away and back again, that group of people was gone. So he literally said it was like looking into another time. They was gone? They were gone. They was gone. So that's that's all the strikes. This place is haunted. <laughs> um, and then the experience reported by the past tavern owner named Melissa Jacobs. So she was. they were the ones that purchased it after Jean Bonnet. Jean Bonnet. Um, Jean Bonnet. Um, so she says, soon after purchasing it, Melissa had begun to notice that every time she went past the door and then unrented attic apartment, the door would be in a different position. Oh, no. So that would like, so what would happen is if it was closed when she first passed it, ghosts. Ghosts. (laughs) I'm telling you, Debbie. Spooky. <laughs> so if it was closed when she first passed it, it would literally be wide open a few minutes later when she walked by it again. Like she would every time she would walk by. So like if it was open, it would be closed. If it was closed, it would be open. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, every no. time she walked by it. So it wasn't like this was just like a once. Ooh, once. Dude, that flame. What the heck happened to the flame? What's wrong with it? It was like all folded, and then I look up, and then it was like this, and go like boop. <gasps> sure, I'm scared right now. It was spooky. Okay, I trust you. <laughs> I promise. 
So one morning, she noticed this occurring several times, and she decided that someone was just in the building and was, like, playing a trick on her, because, you know, that's what everybody thinks, because nobody thinks there's actually ghosts, right? So she went to her office on the tavern's second uh, second level to await a salesman who was supposed to be coming in. So when the man arrived, Melissa explained the situation to him and was like, (laughs) hey, bro. (laughs) We're back with the bros. She was like, hey, bro. Um, can you like accompany while I go over to this door? Cause it's like freaking me out. I'm getting bad vibes from this door. Um, and so I guess the guy was like, sure, I'll, I'll walk you over to this what? door. <laughs> he was like, he was like, okay, you crazy lady. No. I'll, I'll walk with, I'll walk with you to the store. So the no. two went past the, apor- the apartment that was open and they began searching the bedroom level. Cause again, they just thought somebody was like in there messing with them, whatever. So a few moments later they went by again and guess what? The door was closed. And this other guy was there to witness it as well. No one was found in the apartment or any other level in the building. And the doors were all locked originally securely from the inside. The doors were locked from the inside. Isn't that crazy? That's when you say no. Bye. Have a great day. Yeah. And again, the salesman was just as baffled by the strange door just as much as Melissa was. So I think he was like, I didn't sign up for this. I thought it was just going to be a hoax. Um, but yeah, so this the, sales, the salesman was like, hmm, this is giving me bad vibes. Um, and, you know, maybe he didn't do business with them ever again. I don't know. <laughs> Um, and then this one is actually a local legend. Um, and I'll probably post this graphic on our Instagram or Allison will pop it up on the screen right now if you're watching. Um, so this is the story of the unknown anomaly in the dining room. Allison, can you say unknown anomaly? Nope. <laughs> I, English is hard. I got it. I, I feel that. That's a vibe. Like, how do you say philosophy? She cannot say philosophically. Philo- Philos- Wait, now you have me saying it Philosophically, yeah. What are it? Philosophically. Yeah, that word. Philosophically. Philosophically. You know what? That's not even in the episode, but that can be our word of the day. <laughs> um, okay, well, anyway. For those of you who want to know where that word yes. came from, go watch chapter... Listen to all of them, but specifically chapter 8 uh-huh. of A Christmas Ghost Story. Mm-hmm. You will find it within that episode. It's okay. I probably mispronounced stuff too. So, what's the author's name again? Mike? Nick. Nick. Old Saint Nick. I'm sorry. Thank you for letting us read your book again. Yes. Go check out A Christmas Story. Also, shout out to uh, Northwest Corner Books for whoop also whoop. allowing us to read it. Cause <laughs> and we're very sorry because big words, hard. But you know what? We're here to have fun. <laughs> now, back to the story. <laughs> If anybody actually knows us, they'll know how much we struggle. It's true. And if you do personally know us, you don't know me. <laughs> do you really know do me? Do you really you know, know anybody? Um, do you even know ghosts? <gasps> do you know what game we need to play on here? What do we need to play? That game of... Uh, Will it ghost? No, I think I think it's called Do You Really Know Me? Ooh. Or How Well Do You Know Me? Something like that. But I'll Bonus have to get content. It. Yeah. Maybe we could do that for uh, January 1. Jan 1. January 1st. Jan Ooh. 1. That'd be fun. I hate when people say April 1. Why? Or March I 1. It. I hate it. It's uh, Jan March 1. 1st. January 1st. March 1. Or say March <laughs> the 1st of March. Like, literally, the 1st of March is fine. But 
Jan 1. And this is on March, side like, tangents with nobody Allison. Go, nobody <laughs> ever goes March 31, March 29, <laughs> uh, March 10. Nobody does that. I think I found our blooper for today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know what? It's fine. <laughs> I'll just sit here and have a little pelt. It's fine. All right. Well, back to the story. So this is, again, the story of the unknown anomaly. So local legend has always insisted that the man was found guilty of spying, and the penalty for spying was instant death. Instant death. I imagine that in, like, a video game voice. Can you, like, pop it up on the screen with, like, block letters where it's, like, you know, when it's, like... Like uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, where it's, like, Mortal finish Kombat. Him. Finish him. Instant death. Um, but, yeah, so the penalty for spying was actually instant death. However... Forbes did not want to risk losing men who feared that the spy had gotten word through before being caught. So he executed this man in secret. The body was said to have been disposed by being buried under the floor of the original stone building for the place. Uh... Much of the story cannot be substantiated. However, there are parts we know to be true. So General Forbes was at Raystown in the fall of 1758, which as you remember... Is when we were talking about the Whiskey Rebellion and all this stuff was going on. Yep. So he left Raystown to attack and claimed Fort Dunsk for the British, and he cut the roads that would split and give Jean Bonnet the name Twin Forks. So again, this is all what we do know. He attacked and took over Fort Dunsk in November of 1758 with another General Washington and Colonel Bouquet. Well, hear me out. So, a skeleton of a man was later found in around 1950 when the new owners decided to replace the floorboards of the old tavern. The skeleton was tested and was proven to date back into the 1700s. So, maybe there was, in fact, a man living in the dining room who was a ghost. <laughs> That's uh, oddly disgusting, but mm-hmm. also, like, satisfying at the same time. You know what? If I was, like, doing construction on my house and I just found bones under the floor, I would just leave them there. Have you seen (laughs) some of this stuff that people are, like, doing renovations on their houses and, like, finding, like, these super, like, big walls that are date back way back when? No, but that sounds cool. And then... Just leave it. That's how you stir up the ghosts. And then, like, a... Like, a... Robbie was saying mm-hmm. how he went into that house and there was like a whole secret room. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I mean, back in the day, they had stuff like that, though. You know, that was just like how houses were built back in the day. Um, but yeah, so I think that's pretty interesting. And I mean, again, based on what we know historically and the stories that have been told by employees and guests, um, like I said, it passed the three strikes you're out method. Um, so I, I don't know why, but I've started rating it- places on... It even went as far as, like, six strikes. I know. Did, uh, did Was it last episode that I incorporated the ghost, the spookometer? The spookometer? <laughs> or do I just do it randomly? I think you just do it <laughs> randomly. Whenever we, I think whenever you, you're hearing it and then you go through the hauntings, you're like, oh, yeah, that's pretty spooky. Yep. You're just like, oh, yeah, this definitely hit the spookometer. Yep, it's very spooky. Um, well, I would give this one six bros, you're out. <laughs> Um, Allison, what's your thoughts? Um, I don't know. I it was wa- built in the 1700s. I want to say it has prob- history. I want to say it's about five bras. Five, five bra. bras. You got to do like the little hand thing. Bra. Just because it's like, 
A lot of it was there historically. Mm-hmm. And there are some things, mm-hmm. although they're not quite confirmed, that yeah. have kind of confirmed some of it. Yeah. It's like it's like 50% confirmed. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, again, as we always talk about, like, these are just things people have experienced. And the fact that, you know, in that one story, literally the guy felt being touched and then someone else came up to him and was like, uh, no, I was also touched. Like, that's, that's like, very and situational. The, yeah, and this is all very, like... It had to be 30-minute time span because yeah. he felt it. They were talking about it in the bar, so the time for them to mm-hmm. go from their room to the bar, talk about it, for that lady to hear it. Yeah, her and then her also saying she got touched at the end and of the bar. And then at the same time, give or take, their friend sitting out in the lobby mm-hmm. or wherever he was seeing that, that stuff happen. The frontier folks. Yeah, and then the piano... Listen, I'm sure it was like a whole thing. And again, these are paranormal investigators, so they're more sensitive and, you know, they pay attention to that kind of stuff. Yeah. But the random lady just coming up to them and being like, no, this happened to me too. You know, that's kind of like a, like, hmm, that's interesting kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's all of the hauntings for today. Um, I know we already said it, but thank you guys again for tuning into another episode of The <gasps> Polter Gals. Yay. You missed it, Allison. You're that's still okay. with me. It's okay. Um, Allison, do our sign-off. Um, we have a sign-off? I don't know. Do I don't, we? I don't know. Are we fancy but, uh, yet? I don't think we've ever been fancy. Debbie, have you no. Have you seen us? I'm literally wearing overalls. <laughs> that have You are on them. And then I'm wearing a t-shirt and jeans. I She's don't wearing her husband's t-shirt. You know, I get on to her for wearing a Baylor shirt. Any of you guys that have listened to many episodes, you know, all Allison wears is a Baylor shirt. Today, she's wearing a high school shirt, which is even worse. Even it's worse. It's my husband's high school reunion. So it's not Disgusting. like it's just anything. Disgusting. At least it's something other than Baylor. I guess so. And it, it's not even the right school for me. It's fine. I'll accept it. I'll accept it this time. I mean, to be fair, purple is just... Next episode, we're going to come dressed in, like, ball gown attire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. Allison Um, will be wearing a suit. I'll be wearing a suit. (laughs) It'll be nice. Can I just say, women's suits Uh are so much better than dresses or anything else. Mm -hmm. I would much prefer a suit. And I say this because, thank God, my mama owns, like, a lot of them. (laughs) Because... (laughs) <laughs> Let me tell you, during the workday, I don't think I've ever seen that woman not wear a suit. That's cute. And then she goes over and she goes into the office, you know, and her students are mm-hmm. like, you look so nice, Sandra. And I'm like, looking at them, like, are you crazy? Mm-hmm. This is just normal. This is her normal work attire. <laughs> she literally wears this every day. Like, y- it's like a cartoon character where you go in the closet and it's just like all the same outfit. Yeah. Or, and then she comes <laughs> in and very rarely in jeans and a t-shirt and she'll go in the office like that on her day off. Like, I'm just picking something up. Mm-hmm. It's like... <gasps> You look so casual. We've never seen you dress like this. I'm like, again, what? <laughs> How do y'all not see her like this? So you say you don't see her in her suit, but then you say you don't see her in jeans and a t-shirt. What the fuck do you see her in? Wow, nothing. Like in her underwear. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't understand y'all. Well, that's okay, Allison. I'm sorry you have mommy problems. Um, also, if I you guys you didn't Baylor notice, University. <laughs> thanks Hence Baylor. Why I have, <laughs> have so many Baylor shirts because my mama works there. Also, if you guys didn't notice, our ghost light's gone. I know. Michael broke it. Mike, literally, <laughs> listen, y'all. Y'all understand the lights right here, right? Yeah. So, we make it look so cute. So listen, bloody happy hours. <laughs> 
I'm going to go over and throw you under the bus. Y'all come over and mess up our set. This was our set. And then Mike trying to be nice, you know, hides a little light away every time. Not last week, he goes over and tries to hide it and it goes, and it died. Okay, maybe not like that. that so our ghost light, <laughs> the ghost light that's behind us is dead. So I'm sorry, guys. It's hidden behind the curtain. It's behind the curtain the and on the ground. And Probably um, broken. <laughs> it's all because of y'all bloody happy hour, but I still love y'all. Anyway. Kind of. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to The Poltergals, a Rogue Media Network podcast. This has been a Rogue Media podcast.